The South African Jewish Board of Deputies is the organization that engages with the South African government on behalf of the Jewish community. Join Cherise Zephyr for the next hour to find out what the SAJBD has been up to. 101.9 High FM. I'm delighted to have in the studio with me the remarkable Reva Foreman. Reva is a long-standing executive member of the Jewish Board of Deputies and an honorary life president of the Zionist Federation. Adding to her many achievements, in November last year, she received the esteemed Amit Kavod Award, recognizing her efforts in combating anti-Semitism, anti-Israel sentiment, and long-standing service to Israel and the Jewish people. Mazel tov, Reva. Thank you very much for that beautiful introduction and welcome, Sharice. It's my pleasure to be here with you and to all our audience, my love to you and a wonderful 2020. Thank you, Reva. Um, so this award is the kind of one of many that you have received. I know the Jewish Board of Deputies gave you one in 2017, the Bertie Lovner Community Award. Yes. For the tremendous work that you do, but now you have to be recognized by Israel. How does that feel? It feels incredible, and I must tell you that the board's recognition of me with the initial Bertie Lubner Award for Leadership meant everything to me, and equally now the fact that the World Zionist Organization has recognized my efforts by appointing me an honorary fellow of of the organization for my commitment to Israel as well. It, it's just fantastic. You know, it means so much to one when you get recognition and support from the community that you live for, that you work in, that you are so proud of. So I, I'm just thrilled with both those awards. And now this one from Israel was completely unexpected. Reva, we're going to go into what the ward recognizes and the mm. work you do. But I do want to mention the fact that I remember during the Second Intifada, when Israel was, nobody visited Israel. It wasn't even mentioned. It's true. You initiated a series of trips to Israel and everybody looked and went, oh. <laughs> tell, tell me a little bit about that and the rationale yes. behind that. And then we can look a little bit more about what Thank else you. you've done. Well, actually, that started off my work for and love affair with Israel because during the 80s and 90s, as a, an empowerment, motivational, humanitarian activist, I was working solely within the South African ethos to get people to understand the usual, uh, uh, irrespective of ethnicity, sex, sexual orientation, or background, you've got the potential. But in 2001, when we were already a wonderful democracy, I saw this horrific conference in Durban saying that Zionism is racism. And I thought, this cannot be. That's my other biblical homeland. So um, I was told by the board, if you want to do something for Israel, go upstairs. I marched into the Zionist Federation. I'd never been there before. And I must be honest, everyone, quite rightly, if I were them, said it's impossible. How do you want to go to Israel when the bombs are falling? There are no tourists there. The economy is on the ground. Are you insane? And I said, but you don't understand. That's the time we should be there on the ground to understand what happens. And fortunately, there were enough wonderful Jewish philanthropists. Many said no, but a few said, yes, we'll help you. And hence, in 2000, what was it, 2002, the first Israel Now tour went off with uh, leadership people basically from Cape Town and here we had 50 people we were the only bus in the airport 
Um, Incredulous, Weaver, we have to take our first break. But um, we will come back and look a little bit more about what you have done subsequent to that, but just before then. This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. And I'm talking to Reva Foreman about her recently received Amit Kavot Award. And you're saying you took groups to Israel at the height of the Intifada when nobody else was going. Yes, and, and you know, it, it was quite incredible. I, I just want to say a big thank you to the first person who didn't say, are you insane? We're going to send adults to Israel during a war. We're not prepared to help you. To Judy Moritz and Emona, they were the first organization to, to support me. Everyone else came on board. So the people who did come came for educational purposes to understand the conflict. And uh, right from the day one, we were exposed to incredible Israeli thinkers like Benjamin Pogren. And My next uh, guest. Your <laughs> next guest. Uh, Benjamin had spoken to every group. He, through him, we were able to engage not only with the Israeli side but the Palestinian point of view. And there's so many others I can mention because those tours started in 2002, concluded for the moment in 2016. And may I add the wonderful work that you then started afterwards with the media is incredible. Well, those initial tours, uh, Reva, that you took were adults and Jews. Yes, the initial were adults and Jews. But then you realized that there was opportunity for broader South Africans to visit as well, and you... um Quite right. And then uh, we already, we were including uh, Christian pastors, and we began to include the media, as you know, and then we did only from 2010 to 2016... Israel had become terribly expensive. There were many groups now doing what I had been doing. So we then became only exclusively funding uh, top strategic players here. Um, For example, the Free Market Foundation, for example, Institute of Race Relations, Foreign Affairs. So we took the strategic thinkers who can influence government. I don't believe in propaganda, Sharice, be it for the Israelis or the Palestinians. I'm not frightened for people to have a look, to see the rights and wrongs of both sides, and to and to actually give their own opinion. And I must say that the vast majority of people that I took, from the initial journalists to the resulting top strategic um, people really came back with a balanced point of view. In a conflict situation, there is no way that by taking a vicious side, a vicious stance, be it right or left, on either side, one contributes to peace, saving life, and a resolution. And coming from South Africa, with our incredible background of a, a man symbolizing freedom fighters who put the value of one life, of many lives, above that of power and greed. The world today, unfortunately, is the opposite. But with that background as a South African Jew, that Ubuntu, that inspiration, that is what I went through to Israel and the Palestinian territories. And I must tell you, we found incredible people working on both sides, There is so much good, there is so much interaction that the politicians on both sides, by their words and and efforts, deny. Reva, when did Zionism become important to you? 
in 2001. (laughs) Same time. Same time. I've always known that Israel is my other home. But in the 80s and 90s, you know, so involved here with teaching people in the 80s how to withstand discrimination, there was tremendous work going on in the 80s at a socioeconomic level of inclusion and transformation, which is really not known or recognized. And I was in love with that. You know, I was, um, I, I, I was actually uh, lecturing in companies like uh, Barclays Bank, APSIS, Standard Bank Architects Association because transformation was already on the cards in the 80s. And many of these companies were employing young black people to fast-track them to management, which people don't know. It was only a small bubble in Johannesburg. Based on Reverend Johnson's laws in America, Reverend Johnson said to apartheid, he disagreed with sanctions, but he wanted to fast-track economic development. So he offered international companies here in the 80s, I think the 70s as well, the opportunity to stay here provided they signed an agreement to employ young black people and fast-track them to management. And during the 80s, there were exceptions in South Africa, like the wonderful late Marina Maponya and her currently deceased husband, Richard Maponya. Marina and I worked very closely in the 80s. She was businesswoman of the year in 82. I hate to tell you I was businesswoman of 83, what was, was. But it was a very exciting era when we became a democracy. And all of a sudden in 2001, I see that my other spiritual and biblical homeland is accused of racism. It, it was natural for me to go there with my background here, meet the wonderful people, especially ben, Benjamin Hugan and many others, to be introduced to both sides of the story. Reva, the award was in Beersheba. It was in November. It yes. was a glittering event. Can you just tell yes. us quickly what it was like? Well, you know, I'm, I'm very, very proud, A, to be an honorary life vice president of the South African Zionist Federation, who's always supported my work in Israel, and I've worked very much on the ground with the World Zionist Organization. I think Zionism is a crucial. It, it's very much misunderstood. I see Zionism, yes, it, it was as inherent not only in our Torah as our ancient homeland, been inherent in the movement that was started and and led to the establishment of the State of Israel. Jews and and organizations have been buying land in Israel since four centuries. And it's quite amazing that our struggle for our own land is not seen as a freedom struggle. However, there is the political reality And to be honored in the World Zionist Organization for my work, for showing that hatred of Israel, that boycott and sanctions achieve nothing, but negotiation, understanding will achieve everything. From 2002 to 2016, of course, I'm still continuing in another sphere now. It was the greatest moment of my life, as I said, because Israel represents our nation. So thank you, World Zionist Organization and the Jewish community of South Africa, Israel, and the world. Very well-deserved award, Reva. The incredible work that you do both in this country and for Israel is highly commendable. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you.